What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hill Varsity Club is opening in Omaha this May and is hiring for all hospitality positions. Do you love elevated food, exciting events, and having fun at work? Join our team by applying today at HillVarsityClub.com. Hill Varsity Club will feature a next-level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties. We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer at HVC this May. Apply for all front or back-of-house positions now at HillVarsityClub.com. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food and fitness come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food and fitness come to hang out. I'm Sadie. I'm Sasha. Swimsuit season is almost here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've been outside today in Nebraska. It's particularly chilly. However, <laughs> yeah, we rocked the space heater before <laughs> we started the episode today. Uh, swimsuit season is almost here. A lot of people have been asking questions on Reddit, Instagram, anywhere else people discuss fitness. Mm. All about cardio. Um, there's a lot of information out there. We've got the quick and dirty for you and a super nerdy chat about cardio, hit, and Metcons coming your way. Shall we? Also, first, before we get started, if you have a body and you're going to the beach, you have a beach body. Yes. You don't have to have abs. You don't have to have Giselle's ass to no. wear a bikini. Like, if you, if you have a body and you're going to the beach, boom, beach body. Right. Exactly. It's, it's also like, if you are running... You are a runner. Yeah. Like doesn't matter what you look like. If you're doing it, that is what you're what you are. Yeah. <laughs> like the, just because you don't fit into the confines of what society and, and diet and fitness culture try to tell you you have to look like, which is ridiculous, yeah. doesn't mean that you're not that thing. Traditional beauty is bullshit coming from two non-traditional chicks. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> we want to start off with cardio, and I'm glad that we're starting off with this one because there's so much information out there and misinformation out yeah. there um, that I think it's really important to hit it right off the bat. Um, cardio, by definition, is cardiovascular exercise. Per dictionary.com, it's any type of exercise that gets your heart rate up and keeps it up for a prolonged period of time. Your respiratory system will start working harder as you begin to breathe faster and more deeply. Um, What makes cardio different from strength strength training is that it relies on your body's ability to use oxygen during your session. A person's cardio capacity can vary based on a few factors, genetics, age, sex, body comp, and your fitness level. Yeah, I mean, if you are newer to fitness, your cardio capacity isn't going to be as high as, say, minor Sasha's is, Um, because we do a lot of we do a lot of training to Mm -hmm. raise our cardio capacity, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Yes, Um, but cardio training does have advantages and disadvantages. Like anything, you're going to have to do the old Venn diagram and see where you want where your circles line up and which one is the way to go. Um, So let's start with the benefits. The benefits of cardio: it burns fat and calories. It makes Mm -hmm. it easier for you to lose weight. This is why when you start a weight loss plan, you're trainer, your coach, whoever is going to suggest supplementary cardio in addition to weight training. Mm -hmm. 
Um, in my opinion, when you're starting fitness, you need both. They have this yeah. beautiful, beautiful synergy that goes together. They work off of each strength. other. Well, yeah. and, the, and one benefits the other very much so. Yes, absolutely. Um, in terms of capacity. Yeah. If your cardio is better, your weightlifting workouts are going to be better because you're going to get less tired as fast. Mm-hmm. So that's how that kind of translates over. If, if you didn't really know the correlation between cardio and weightlifting, that's kind of where it's at. Yeah. Um, cardio enhances your sleep quality. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you've gone swimming all day and then you come home, you sleep like a baby. Oh yeah. It's You're the best. Tired. You are tired. <laughs> uh, it improves your sex life. Hello. Yeah. You can go longer if you're not tired <laughs> and everybody wants that. Trust me. Nobody wants a two pump chump. Ladies, fellas, nobody wants a two pump chump. So work on your cardio. Sexy time will be a whole lot more fun. Yes. Uh, it helps you look and feel better. Um, cardio is one of those things that it's difficult. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people hate it. It's really yeah. hard to get used to, and it's kind of difficult to get good at. Like, think about running. Think about rowing. Think about biking. Like, yes. they're all very specific yeah. form guidelines, and they can be difficult. Um, that can turn people off. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people that have started running that hate running because they don't run correctly. Mm-hmm. So if running is something that you are interested in, go to a running store. Um, go to a place that has a treadmill in the store when you're buying your running shoes. Yeah. Because you need them to map your stride. If you're going to really take on running, because if you don't map your stride, it's going to fuck up your feet. It's going to fuck up your ankles. It's going to make your knees mad at you. And guess what? It all starts from the bottom. So your knees, your ankles, your back's mad. Your hips are mad. Oh yeah. You're going to be mad. And your hips are going to, if you're not used to running, your hips are going to be mad anyway, because they're not used to that prolonged movement. Yeah. Um, it just make sure you're stretching. Stretching is great. Yeah. For reducing that. Yes. Cardio. Another advantage of it is it helps you reduce your risk of heart attack, Mm. um, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes, some forms of cancer, and it strengthens your heart. So your heart moves your blood easier in your body. Yes. Yeah. Um, The better your cardio is, the lower your heart rate's going to be at rest. And the lower your heart rate at rest is better because the less work your body is doing while you're relaxing. Yes. To Um, move the blood throughout your body. Yeah. And you want that. Yeah. You want, like us, I'm generally, like, when I'm in it, my resting heart rate is between 45 and 50 beats per minute. Yeah. Mine's a little higher than that, but I also smoke. So that's part of it. Yeah, it is part of it. (laughs) Um, There are some disadvantages, obviously, with anything. um, But disadvantages with cardio, uh, too much cardio can lead to um, overtraining in certain situations. Yeah. Um, So, for example, I'm actually going to be doing the same training again for the half marathon. But... Are you, you going to make really, me start running? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you really have to, you really have to be balanced there because you don't want to do, you want to do strength training because it's very important to keep that, those muscles trained yes. for running. Um, but you can overtrain um, very easily in those situations. Um, it can promote muscle loss by being on a, in a constant calorie deficit. When you are doing a lot of cardio when it comes to your nutrition, you should be balancing that out as well. Yeah. When cardio obviously burns more calories. I mean, that's because your heart rate is going, yeah. and, you know, like it, it just is how it is. But eating a little bit more is going to help prevent the, some of that muscle loss that can occur. Carbs. Uh, also carbs. Oh, yes. Yes. Carbs <laughs> are super carbs. Impar- important. Um, if you do too much cardio, your body adapts to it also and can retain fat even though you are running or you're swimming a bunch. This is, um, I'm not going to stare. I'm just using the word cardio money because it's a very well-known term. I'm not talking shit on anybody. If you love cardio, cool. I started out as a cardio bunny. 
Like mm-hmm. I was only the elliptical and only the treadmill because those are the only two pieces of equipment I felt comfortable using. And you mm-hmm. know what? Who cares? Do you? Yeah. But um, one of the things that I see girls that do a lot of cardio um, and only cardio is they have negative butt mass. Yeah. Um, when you do a lot of cardio and you're not eating as much as you should be to support that cardio, your body will eat all of your muscle. Yep. Um, we're going to talk about that a little bit more. There's a big, long scientific name about it and we'll get there in a minute. But, um, your nutrition, if you're doing cardio as like the centerpiece of your fitness plan needs to be on point. You need to be eating to support your rowing. You need to be eating to support your running. You need to be eating to support your biking because those are things where you're going to cover miles and miles and miles like that. Mm -hmm. And you're going to be cashed out before you know it, if you don't have a good meal in you. Oh yeah. Well, and that's, you you can overtrain because you're under eating. Yeah, that too. Um, so for example, like the one thing that I hadn't taken into account the last time I did half marathon training was the amount of carbs I was going to have to eat. Mm -hmm. Your protein is going to stay the same based on your body weight. That number doesn't typically go up. You don't have to eat more than what is it, one gram of car or one gram of protein per, per pound of body yeah, or usually. body mass. Um, but carbs are the fuel. We've talked about this quite a bit. Carbs are your fuel. So you, if you're going to be adding a bunch of cardio, you should be eating more carbs than you think you should be eating. Probably your distance <laughs> should be relative to how many carbs you're eating a day and uh-huh. the day before. Especially if you're going to be distance running, you need to be eating those those complex carbs the night before your run, so mm-hmm. that your body has those in the tank and ready to burn when you go out. Yes. Um, when people pick their cardio, I was you always agree with me about running stuff. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I actually know that. I don't run, but I've read about it a lot. <laughs> Uh, when people pick their cardio, you get to pick between a couple options. Um, you've got steady state, which can come in a couple different intensities. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also have interval training. Um, so steady state is maintaining a constant speed, level of intensity, and or rate of work during a session. So mm-hmm. uh, you're going to hop on the treadmill. Your trainer says, okay, Sadie, today we're going to have you do 25 minutes of steady state cardio at the end of your run or at the end of your workout. Mm-hmm. Um you're going to go three and a half miles per hour. You're going to put that thing on 10% incline and you're just going to walk yep. steady state cardio. So your, your effort remains the same. Your speed remains the same. Your exertion remains the same throughout for the most part. I mean, yes. you might, you might ebb and flow within a workout like you would any workout. You might get a little tired, but you're not going to drop your speed or raise it at all. Right. Um, your training intensity can be measured by keeping your consistent work rate and level at a certain percentage of your max heart rate or your VO2 max. We're getting real nerdy there. Your VO2 max is how much, uh, oxygen your blood and your body can hold while you're working out. Yep. Um, if you want to get super, super nerdy, you can work with RPE, which is a rating of perceived exertion. Uh, RPE is really advanced fitness methodology though. Um, I don't even use RPE. (laughs) Well, and it's difficult, I think too, especially like towards the beginning of, of a journey because you're, you're not, you have no idea what you a haven't one to reached 10 is. a goal yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't use RPE either. I mean, I could tell you at the end of a Metcon how shitty it was, but yeah. I don't use RPE. Yeah. <laughs> if you're laying on the ground, it's a 10. That's your, your yeah. rate of perceived yeah. exertion. Yeah. Um, so RPE is a scale one to 10 to judge your level of difficulty. One being easy as 10 being, holy shit, this was really difficult. Yes. Um, the only people that I personally know that work with RPE are like competitive CrossFitters, yeah, um, competitive Olympic weightlifters, powerlifters. Mm-hmm. Uh, RPE, for the most part, probably isn't going to pertain to anything you're going to be doing, especially if you're just starting or you're like intermediate fitness. Yeah. Uh, but if you are getting into more of that like competitive fitness arena or uh, you just really, really want to hit your training hard, 
RPE might be for you. We might right. have to do a whole episode about RPE. That's really we confusing. Could. Well, and there's a lot that, that goes into yeah. it also. So we, we could, probably could do that. Maybe oh, a little bonus we'll episode. Put, that in that, put thumbtack yeah. in there. Uh, there's also interval training. So that alternates between periods of high-intensity exertion and lower-intensity recovery. Um, so if you think of Tabata, so like yeah. 20 seconds, you're going as hard as you can, 10 seconds rest. Usually it's eight rounds. Um, both high and low intensity intervals can be measured as a percentage of max heart rate, the VO2 max or RPE, like we mentioned. These tend to be, um, there tends to be some confusion regarding HIT, so high intensity, high intensity interval training um, on message boards. So we're going to break that down next. Yeah, HIT is, HIT's one of those things where people have a lot of questions um, and people use the term HIT very blanket wise yeah. and they shouldn't. Uh, so let's talk about the advantages of HIT. HIT can be really effective at improving your aerobic capacity um, and calorie burning in less time than compared to steady state training because you have your interval where you're going to max out and then you've got mm-hmm. your set rest. Interval, rest, interval, rest. So if you've ever watched the Insanity infomercial from Beachbody. If you've ever been to that. Orange Theory. Yeah. They do that like for your entire hour that you're there, basically. HIIT training can be super useful. Um, It depends on the camp of fitness you're in. Some Mm -hmm. people don't like HIIT. I think it serves its purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't need it all the time. HIIT should not be your main source of workout. Yeah. Cause should be supplementary for you. That could be, yeah. I mean, that can be your cardio element. Yeah. Just do it after your lift. That's the one thing too, that I, I think that should be clarified a little bit. Like cardio, in my opinion, should be saved for after any kind of lifting because you want to have all the energy that you have to lift those weights. And then if you're wanting supplementary, you're adding your hit or you're running or whatever. Yeah. Throw your cardio in at the end or make it an entirely different session. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you need at least three or four hours between those two sessions to give your body time to properly recover. Absolutely. Uh, you can do two-a-days. You just have yeah. to be smart about it and have to give yourself the time in between to rest. It, yeah. it won't kill you. Um, it will be challenging. Two-a-days are hard. Yeah, they are. Um, I I've, love it, though, because it's challenging. I know, I know. It's like, <laughs> all right, body, you feel like a bag of dicks right now, but we're going to do this anyway. We're do this. Um, interval training can be an effective strategy for people who get easily distracted or bored during their yeah. workouts. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the opportunities with hit are endless. We can mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit more. Um, Absolutely. Um, you can improve the efficiency of type 2, so your fast twitch muscles. Yes. Um, fast twitch muscle, muscle fibers are broken down into two types, type 2X and type 2A. Type 2X produces the most force, but we're really um, inefficient based they're really inefficient, excuse me, based on their ATP activity, um, the low oxidative capacity, and heavy reliance on anaerobic metabolism. So there are a lot of words there. Yeah, they're, that, we're, like I said, we're getting really nerdy. <laughs> when I explain something to you, I am going to explain it to the point that you're like, okay, we get it. Um, <laughs> so we're talking about fast twitch muscle fibers right. today. You're going to learn a thing. Sorry, didn't know if you knew that, but hey. <laughs> Um, type 2A is, are your intermediate muscle fibers. They're a mix of type 1, which is your slow twitch, and type 2X. They're able to use both aerobic and anaerobic energy systems and have a higher oxidative capacity and fatigue more slowly than type 2X. Yeah, so your fast twitch muscles, they do burn out faster. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's kind of the rub with fast twitch versus slow twitch. Uh, slow twitch is usually more the endurance muscle. Fast twitch yep. is usually the more explosive. Right, so um, like box jumps. Yeah, you should train both. Yeah. They're yeah. both very beneficial to you, yeah. Um, especially if you're doing anything with weights. Uh, you really need to work on explosive movements. Explosive mm-hmm. movements are going to burn a lot more calories. Yep. 
Um, they're more complex, so you use more of your body, uh, and it's an easier way to just kind of tighten up. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and when you're doing those explosive movements, it a lot of times is requiring you to use all of your muscles. Yeah. Like not every single muscle in your body, but the majority of them. I mean, think about doing a split jerk. So yeah. if you're doing like a landmine split jerk, which is something I like to work in because they're fun, you start out with the weight here and your legs are together. And then you do the push where you push the weight up, but then you split your legs. So you've got that plyo, you've got the push, you've mm -hmm. got all that transfer of energy, all really good for your body. Yeah. Everything has to be tight in order to get that explosiveness <laughs> mm -hmm. too. Um, HIIT can help you train above your lactic threshold also, which can help stimulate production of muscle building. Yay. Woo. Fat burning hormones like testosterone and growth hormone. Both good things. Yes. All right. So let's talk about the disadvantages of HIIT. Um, HIIT increases your mechanical damage to your muscle tissue, uh, which can lead to increased soreness or maybe the perception of a painful workout if you're not used to muscle soreness in that degree. Um, it's an exercise that people who aren't used to won't really love at the beginning. You kind of have yeah. to work yourself into hit. You, we work with that steady state cardio and it's like, all right, you're comfortable there. Cool. We're going to work into hit. Yeah. Your anaerobic metabolism gives you an accumulation of metabolic stress and that can limit a muscle's ability to function. Mm -hmm. Um, you will find if you do a lot of hit, you'll get to a point where your quads don't want to fucking move anymore. Oh Yeah. Because they're so... They're just stuck. They're done. Yeah. They're, they're, they're stretched out. Yeah. They're <laughs> they just don't stuck. Wanna, they don't want to do it anymore. Which is, I mean, not necessarily like you did a great job. Like we covered a couple episodes, like the pain. Yeah. You know, but... Pain isn't always a sign of a good workout. But, I mean, if you're exhausting those muscles, yeah. you're probably going to see gains of some kind. Yes. Um, high mechanical stress of HIIT can lead to increased risk of muscle strain. Um, too much hit can diminish your glycogen stores and put you in gluconeogenesis, which yes. we've talked about before on carbs are your friend. Um, okay. this limits the amount of protein available to repair muscle tissue after training. Yeah. You don't want to overburn your muscles too much because if you overburden them way too much, they're not going to know how to repair themselves and they mm -hmm. won't have the ability to repair themselves. So right. use hit wisely. Don't do it every day. Um, a couple times a week. Yeah. Cool. Real quick, we're going to take a break and talk to you about our new sponsor for this podcast. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, we talk a lot about taking care of your brain muscle here on MTK, and we would like to talk a little bit more about how BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, can help you if you're looking for counseling online. It's super convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. It's amazing. I've signed up for it myself. Um, I think that it's super important, especially given the things that we've all had to deal with in the last year to address some of your issues if you're having some. Um, and BetterHelp can definitely assist you with that. Um, you can log on to your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone session so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. No one likes those um, waiting for traditional therapy. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if the one that you found just isn't working out for you. Uh, we've talked about that before, too. Finding the right counselor that fits for you to be comfortable with, to talk to, 
um, and talk through some things. It's super important. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants to help you start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. That's www.betterhelp.com slash reviews. And today you can visit betterhelp.com. That's H-E-L-P slash M-T-K. And you'll get a special offer just by being a listener of Meathead Test Kitchen. You get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash M-T-K. So if you're in need of a counselor and are seeking professional help, please check out BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P dot com slash M-T-K, and get 10% off of your first month today. We don't want to forget about Hit's less sexy cousin, Liz, uh, low-intensity, steady-state cardio. Um, so Liz is the complete opposite of Hit. Instead of short bursts, you're going to aim for longer, lower levels of exertion over a period of time. Um, so instead of like a 15-minute HIT workout, you're going to take a 60-minute low, slow walk around the neighborhood mm-hmm. or a 20-minute low, slow walk. Or, you know, whatever you've got. It doesn't matter what your time crunch is. As long as you're doing something, you're yeah. good. Uh, Liz is walking, hiking, cycling. It has a ton of benefits. You're burning fat. It's good for your cardiovascular capacity. It's also scalable and accessible to all fitness levels, which is something we really believe in a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, fitness is for everybody. It doesn't matter what your skill level is, what your body type is, if you have physical impairments or not. Fitness is for everyone. You can find something for you if fitness is something that you're into, regardless of whatever barriers or or challenges you might be facing. So LIS is really good for that. Um, It's a great way for people who who may not be able to take on some of the heavier or more intense things Mm -hmm. to stay in shape and to, you know, stay healthy. This is also great too for like, however, wherever you are on your journey, but for recovery, um, that's my favorite thing to do for Mm -hmm. recovery is like just going for a hike or taking the dog for a longer walk. Um, it just like moving helps loosen up those tight muscles. Doms meet lists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Another question that we see often, um, are HIT and Metcons interchangeable? Oh, if I had so a dollar. we're going to find out. I, I know. a dollar for every time somebody asks me this. Yeah. I'm a, a kind of excited to like talk Actually about this. Actually explain it. Yeah, <laughs> yes. no, me too. Metcon is short for metabolic conditioning, a type of worker workout that will test your cardiovascular system to the max and will get your heart rate up while building muscle. Pros and cons is hit a Metcon is a Metcon hit and we're going to talk about them. First, yeah. the pros. So first and foremost, uh, Metcon is going to help you improve your lean muscle mass. This is why CrossFit leans on it so much because it's a great way to help build your cardio, but it's also a good way to put muscle mass on your body. Mm-hmm. Um, we call it cardio weightlifting. Yeah. I, that's what I call it because yeah. it is, you're just, you're doing those movements at a quicker speed. They might be at a lighter a rep scheme, um, probably lighter weight, lighter weight. Don't listen to Jillian Michaels when she talks about Metcons, because again, I'm not going to say not nice things about people I don't know, but she has no fucking idea what she's talking about. (laughs) So if you've watched that video on Instagram where Jillian Michaels does CrossFit, she says that burpees hurt her toes. Okay. So you can't do a burpee box jump on. Yeah. Maybe wear shoes. You you abused people on the biggest loser for years. And you're telling me that you can't do a fucking burpee box jump. Yeah. Hmm. 
Okay. <laughs> anyway, so Metcons are going to help you improve lean muscle mass. I just did the thing I didn't say I was going to do, but you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> um, we're all searching for lean muscle mass. Research has shown that the body needs that both moderate and high intensity Metcon to reduce your body fat percentage. Mm-hmm. Um, regular weight training Metcons can help you build muscle while you're working on your cardio fitness, which is a double win. Um, yeah. A lot of Metcons and CrossFit will be like hang cleans or deadlifts or squats and it's all done with very specific form yeah. and very specific loading. Uh, people like Pull-ups, to... shoulder to overhead, yeah. kettlebell swings. People love to demonize the Metcon because they think it's unsafe. Um, anything that you do in CrossFit itself is completely safe and not going to hurt you if you know proper form mm-hmm. and if you have proper loading. Both of those things come from a good coach. So if that is something that you're looking into, um, if you want to dip your toe into the Metcon pool, talk to a pro first. Yeah. Not something you should do on your own um, because you can open yourself up for injury. Yeah, you can. Um, Very easily. Yes. Uh, Muscles burn more calories than fat. We know this. That's common knowledge. We've talked about it quite a bit before on this podcast. And using Metcons helps you add muscle tone to your body while improving your metabolism because you're doing those movements quickly. And you're also using weight. Yeah, you're destroying those muscle fibers while you're doing that cardio. So you're getting the double whammy. Um, A lot of times you'll hear trainers or coaches or whatever say you can't lose fat while putting on muscle mass. You can. It's slow. It's It's slow. It's really difficult. Mm -hmm. You have to have your nutrition just in the sweet spot so that you are in between so that you're not losing mass, but you're also not putting on too much fluff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. because it is cutting season and that people are worried about that right yeah. now. <laughs> I don't know. They think that we're going to be able to go be social soon or something yeah. now that everybody's getting shots. What a thought. <laughs> um, so the cons of Metcons. Cons mm. of Metcons. Yeah, mm. I, I didn't do that on purpose, I promise. <laughs> um, as with anything, you can leave yourself open for injury. If you're not used to a Metcon, like we said before, if you're interested in working and conditioning with your training plan, talk to a pro. They're going to steer you in the right direction. You always want to avoid injury at all, if possible. And any CrossFit sucks. box is going to have an intro um, intro course yes. that you can go through to show you the movements properly and show you what weights and how to load everything properly. Um, this might... Metcons usually require equipment. Yeah. Um, there, this is where hit and steady state cardio have the advantage because you can easily like go outside and run. You don't have to have a treadmill. Yeah. You, you can, can do 200 meter repeats down the street. Right. And you can do body weight movements with hit like super easily. Um, especially if you're on a budget or you have a space crunch, like you don't have room to, in your apartment or your house for a barbell or a bunch of free weights. Like, Hit has the advantage there. It does have the advantage. You can do a lot with uh, the rubber bands too. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. the big ones, the little ones, the ones with the handles. You can use all of that for hit. You can use it yeah. for a Metcon too. Um, you just need to know how to modify those movements because doing things with bands is going to have a little bit of a different setup because yeah. you're pulling in different directions. Yeah. Um, so is hit a Metcon? Is Metcon hit? What's the difference? Uh, Metcons are high intensity. They have a fixed or variable rest that can depend on when the individual is ready to go do the next set with good form and good range of motion. Let me accentuate that again with good form Mm. and good range of motion. This is why CrossFit gets demonized so fucking much is because there are people out there that do it without good form and good range of motion. We saw that video of Marjorie Taylor Greene last week on Twitter where everyone is shitting on her for doing butterfly pull-ups and push presses. There's nothing wrong with the actual movements of butterfly pull-ups and push presses if you're doing them right. Mm -hmm. Her form, eh, not my favorite, not my business. 
I'm not doing her work. She's doing her work. So if her body feels good, that's up to her. Mm -hmm. So you got to kind of know what you're doing, find someone that knows what they're doing or read a whole lot about it. Um, you, you really need that good form and good range of motion. I can't stress that enough. That's really, really, really important in any workout, not just Metcons. Yeah. Um, Metcons can be done as weighted circuits. They can be single activities like swimming, running, rowing, biking. You can do repeats and then have that rest period for when you're ready to go again. Um, those usually look like as many rounds as possible, not for time. Usually Mm -hmm. they'll, if you get a Metcon that is not like that, where it's just like swimming or running or rowing, it'll be for quality. Mm -hmm. So you'll do your work. And they'll rest so you feel like you're rested. And then you'll go again versus the timer where you might have 60, 90 seconds between. Right. Um, Gymnastic movements can be done in Metcons, which we just talked about with like the pull-ups. We've talked about um, handstands before. All of that stuff within CrossFit can be done in a Metcon. Or it could be a combination of all of them. Mm -hmm. So you could have deadlifts and then you have a 50-foot handstand walk. And then you've got box jumps. And that might be your Metcon for the day. So you've got your explosive You've got your weightlifting and you've got your gymnastics. You got all three. You got a salad. It's, I love Metcons personally. They're my favorite. (laughs) They're my favorite. (laughs) On the other hand, high intensity interval training is high intensity. Mm -hmm. 80% or more max heart rate or an eight to 10 RPE. Um, HIT has periods of rest or active recovery, but they're usually very specific fixed periods of time. Um, HIT is often done in single modality activities like running, rowing, biking, swimming, um, but they aren't set up. There aren't any set rules for these types of workouts um, having to be just one type. You yeah. can do body weight HIT circuits like we mentioned. Um, sometimes there's weight involved. I mean, they, they look... I don't mind HIT either. No, they're, they're, actually, both, they're both useful. Um, usually it's not very heavy weight. Yeah. That's uh, with the Metcon too, though. Like you, you can scale that weight back for the Metcon depending on how many reps or how many rounds you have. So if say you have a 10 round Metcon, your squats are only going to be like 95 pounds versus like 205, where if you had a three round Metcon and you were going for that, like find your three rep max. Right. Um, they are a little bit interchangeable. Circuit training does fall into both the Metcon and the HIT. That's like the middle of your Venn diagram. Yeah. So you've got Metcon, you've got HIT, then you've got circuit training, which is right here in the middle. Um, circuit training is great. That's another thing that I kind of use to get started with fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if anybody here knows that her name's Kayla Itzines. She's from Australia. She was sweat. an inst- yes yeah, the sweat app before she had the sweat app I was doing her circuit like I was buying those and she was shipping them from Australia mm-hmm. um, they're great they're yeah. really good introductory they help you figure out how to do a push up they help you do a, a squat with smaller body weights mm-hmm. like people shit on that stuff and they're like oh that's it's such a dude everything it serves, serves its, its purpose. purpose I mean when I was gosh fourth wedding anniversary is coming up but four years ago when I was trying to get back in um I w- well I was trying to change my training up because I was just doing like what the fuck ever mm-hmm. and I wanted something more structured so I actually downloaded the app and had it for a couple months and then started writing my own stuff yeah. with heavier weights but it serves its purpose it's awesome yeah it's fairly she inexpensive knows and what she knows what she's about. doing yeah you're not gonna put on a lot of muscle mass but you will get comfortable with those movements yes very yeah. comfortable with those movements. She does step up. She does. She's great. Yeah. Um, 
I wonder if we can get her on the show. It's been a minute since I've talked to her, mm-hmm. but um, the sweat app is a good resource. Like there are a million apps out there. There are a million training plans out there. Honestly, the best one is the one that you decide fits your scenario the best. Yeah. There is exactly. no single perfect training for anybody. And, and with anything else, like you don't want to just like throw yourself full bore. Like you want to ease into that stuff, yeah. especially cardio, because you want to have some kind of a training plan. You don't want to hurt yourself. You want to make sure that you can do the movements correctly. If you're doing a Metcon, even if you're doing hit, um, if you get injured right out the bat, right off the bat and like, you're not able to do anything like that's really going to suck. So just yeah. set yourself up for success. Do a little research ask somebody if you need to. You can email us, hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. Um, if it sucks, remember, you're not going to want to keep doing it, right? Yeah, make it enjoyable. Like, find find your cardio that you enjoy doing, and if you want to continue doing cardio, do that. But just make sure you like it, because if you hate it, you're not going to stick with it. Yeah. Um, there are all kinds of timer apps. Um, for Metcons, I use the WAD timer. It's free. Um, I don't know about, I, I don't have an iPhone, but for Android, it's free. I would assume it's the same for um, iPhone users. Um, or even a wall timer. You can find a fairly inexpensive wall timer on Amazon um, or really anywhere. Just search for wall timer. Or if you don't want to throw down 100 bucks for a wall timer, get a ma- uh, magnetic egg timer. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's it's perfect too. It serves the same purpose. Yeah. It's not as big, but you know, you can see it. Um, on, on iPhone, I use the seconds app. Yeah. Um, they have a free version and a premium version. The free version is just basic. You can kind of put in your intervals, uh, Mm -hmm. the premium version, you could save your intervals. Um, I also like, uh, what is the other one I use? I have a couple. It depends on the day. If I want to take video with it, I use one. If I don't want to take video, we time is a good one. Um, and then the trifecta app, if you pay for it, um, I want a free premium lifetime subscription from them forever ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a really good wad timer and their app in general is just really good. Cause you can track your food, you can track your workouts and you can, uh, kind of just track all of your body stats oh, all yeah. in one app. Um, it does cost monthly for the premium version. I don't remember exactly how much it is, but something that I've actually personally been using for a long time that I do like mm-hmm. is the trifecta app. It's a good one-stop shop. Yeah. I like, well, and I like the wad timer because it, there's also wad generator yeah. and they are tied together. If you want to wad is workout of the day. Um, it generates random metcons for you, but the wad timer also, um, keeps track of your time, whether it was as, an AMRAP as many rounds as possible, or if it was an EMOM 10 every minute on the minute, it keeps track of your time for you also. Um, Cause just, that's terrible. When you forget what round <laughs> you're in, in the middle of a walk or you forget oh. your time. I'm mm-hmm. like, I really love for time and I get pissed at myself when I don't save it because I want to know what my damn time was so I can beat it next time. We oh, need to, we need to get total you a tangent. <clears throat> but my one, my one of my other favorite types of Metcons is doing um, like three rounds for time. You have a rest and then you do those three rounds for time to see if you, you can, can beat your first You can round. either beat it or match it. Those are really fun. And if you feel difficult. like dying. Yeah, if, <laughs> they're hard. If you like love not them. breathing. <laughs> yes, <clears throat> they're great. But just, I mean, do a little research. You can find timers for, they're free. You can get an app. You can get an egg timer. Timers are Probably a good idea, especially if you're going to be doing hit or uh, metcons. Yeah, um, makes it a lot easier because, like, yeah. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, the treadmill timer is weird if you're trying to time your intervals on your own because you yeah. have to like write it down and stuff. Yeah, 
it's it just makes it more difficult. Um, there's all kinds of solutions, like we said, for all kinds of different budgets. If you need some ideas, obviously feel free to reach out at, uh, out to us at hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com, or you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, everywhere. It's at Meathead Test Kitchen everywhere except for Twitter. Damn it. MTK uh, staff. MTK staff. Because they have a character <laughs> limit and her name is too damn long. Uh-huh. And we will have our show notes up on the website, meatheadtestkitchen.com. If you want some Metcon ideas, we both, between the two of us, have quite a few. I have an entire book of them, <laughs> actually. A whole notebook of yes. Metcons I've been writing for some of our training plans that we can't release yet because I'm not a certified <laughs> personal trainer, but soon. Meathead <laughs> Athletics. Keep an eye out on that on Instagram and Twitter and I think we have a TikTok for that too. I don't. Mm. Uh, we have so much. All of the social media. If you look up Meathead Test Kitchen in Google, you will find literally yes. everything that we have yes. because our SEO is awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. How you're doing? What you're up to? Have you got your COVID shot yet? You got yours yesterday. I did. I did. <clears throat> I'm getting my second stabbing today. I'm ready. As my friend Sarah said, I'm ready to be micro-tripped and released out into the wild like a yes. feral cat. <laughs> Remember too, guys and gals and anyone listening, um, after you have your second shot, it's still two weeks after that yes. before you're fully vaccinated. Yes. Ten days to two weeks. They just usually as a reminder. They usually book you three weeks between your two doses and then two weeks after your second dose. So I will be free to mingle in two weeks from yes. today. Wow, what yes. a concept. <laughs> I don't have to be paranoid about breathing on people anymore. <laughs> yes. Um, we are proud to be a Heard at Media podcast. Again, follow us on social media at Meathead Test Kitchen on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, MTK staff on Twitter, and find our show anywhere you find your podcasts. Literally anywhere. Basically. <laughs> anywhere, except for SoundCloud, which I'm yeah. not sure how many people listen to SoundCloud anymore. But beside the point, you can they find have us an anywhere. App still. I know <laughs> yes. they still have an app, but I haven't used SoundCloud since. Oof, SoundCloud's like my emo kid days, like my <laughs> my actual emo kid days. SoundCloud, oh, oh, special place. Livejournal.com. Oh my god, <laughs> we do Showing have merch. Age. Also, uh, you can find the shop. Uh, find it at shop at herdatmedia.com. You can. We have got sweatshirts. We're going to be putting t-shirts in there because it's getting warmer outside. We got some gym bags. If we have a poster, <laughs> yeah, um, we've got a lot of stuff. Hats. Hit it up. Yeah. Hit it up and uh, find something you like and rock MTK everywhere you go. I think we're going to do a merch giveaway on our Instagram very soon because we're almost up to a couple hundred followers. So if you don't follow us on Instagram yet and you would like some free Meathead Test Kitchen merch, you know what to do. Yeah. All right. Have a good week. Be good to each other. Wear your mask. Get your COVID shot for God's yes. sakes if it's available to you, especially in Nebraska. Mm. We have, a, we have a waste problem in this state with COVID shots. We have an abundance of them. So if you haven't gotten yours yet and you're feeling guilty that you're going to take someone's spot in line, don't. It's open. It's open That's season, baby. Yep. It's open season. Go get your shot. Protect yourself so that you can see your friends and your family. Yes. God, I, would, I can't wait to give other people hugs. I know, right? <laughs> the hug embargo is almost over. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next Monday. And until then, MTK out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.